This is Basic Ball Four. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Base Hit Ball 4. My name is Glenn Negris, alongside Tyler Blumenstake, Alex Cashman, and Scott Roswald. And it's finally here, opening day, after months and months of fighting, a, a deadly disease, a virus, not knowing if sports at all are going to come back. We finally made it to opening day. It is so crazy stuff that's going on in baseball. We have a huge extension for Mookie Betts. We have opening day on the horizon, the, Gi- the Yankees and the Nationals and the Dodgers and Giants play tonight. And we don't even know where one team is going to be hosting their home games. And on top of all that, they're still negotiating whether or not the playoffs are going to be expanded. This is a jam-packed show. We're going to have our predictions and our playoff picks all in one show. And Cash, the craziest part about everything is that you shaved your beard. So I tell did. me why you did that. So – uh, before I started my internship with the Myers 2018, I shaved my beard for the internship, and then I, I grew it back out, and we won the championship. So now every year uh, on opening day eve, on the day and the day of, I have a clean-shaven face, and today happens to be the Myers opening day as well. Uh, so we're back, and uh, that's why I shaved my beard. It's crazy. I, I think you look great. I think you look Thanks, great Glenn. with Thanks, the beard, Glenn. without the beard. Uh, thanks, Glenn. That's really nice of you. That's my compliment to you for the day, for the week. That's it. The You're year. Not another one until next. That might have been the only compliment I've ever been given by <laughs> That's you. Fair. So. That's fair. Thanks. That's a good point. Um, the big news this morning um, was Mookie Betts signing an extension with the Dodgers. Obviously, he was traded during the offseason from the Red Sox to the Dodgers and the Dodgers fans, the Dodger, Dodger faithful during these negotiations. And if there will be, if there won't be a season, we're kind of worried over the fact that they might have traded a big haul to the Red Sox and not get Mookie at all. And then when the 60-game season was announced, they were like, okay, we get Mookie, but what happens after the 60 games? They don't need to worry about that anymore, Scott. They have their man, 12 years, $365. And it's funny because Red Sox Nation is not happy because they all had this fantasy in their minds this entire winter and into the summer that he was going to resign, and it's not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I hope Mookie Betts is getting more than $365. It's more like $365 million there, Glenn. Uh, you, you know what, Scott? You host the show next week. All right, maybe I will. Um, no, we would be nowhere uh, you know, without you, Glenn, as, the, as our leader here. Um, yeah, biggest, biggest contract oh. in, uh, in Dodgers history for a guy who has never played a game for the franchise and, as you mentioned, was – almost in a situation where he might have never played a game for the Red Sox. Um, but big, big signing for the team for Mookie, uh, second highest contract in baseball history behind Mike Trout. Uh, well-deserved for Mookie Betts. He's a former MVP, incredible player, both offensively and defensively. Um, so big, big move for the Dodgers. Definitely puts them in st- Stay or stays keeps them in contention for the long haul um, with him staying there for the next you know, 12 years. I got a question, and I'm sure I'll be told I'm wrong, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is he worth the money? I think he is. 27 is anybody? Years old. Well, no. So that was my next point. <laughs> but but my next my my question is: He's not ever played in a Dodgers uniform. Um, they have Cody Bellinger too, who's going to get a, a massive contract. He's going to get a bigger contract than that. By the time Bellinger signs, he's going to be the biggest contract of all time. Uh, so I guess my point is, 
Are you really about to spend that much money on two of your three outfield spots? I mean, if you think about it, $365 million for bets, and then you got to think at some point in the near future, Bellinger is going to get exceed that, probably around the $400 million kind of Harper Trout range. It's a bi- so almost a billion that's dollars. Almost a, that's almost a billion dollars. On two, two of your three. And, you know, the Dodgers have been so close the last couple of years, and they haven't won. Um, what makes them think that Mookie Betts is going to make them a World Series champion? I, I, I mean, that's why, I mean, I that's why Mookie, you sound. I put Mookie Betts on my team. But I, mean, I don't understand why you need – that's so much money. They can, they can do it. They can afford it. That's All right, well, thing. what about when they need a starting pitcher? What about when they need a closer? But I don't think the Dodgers – the Dodgers are always in on the top three. I don't think money is the issue with the Dodgers at all. I don't think they're worried about the luxury tax like the Red Sox or the Yankees were a few years ago. I think they're just going to spend and spend and spend, and not, it's not going to matter. If they want Listen, someone, God they're going to get them. Whatever. I mean, remember, it must be nice winter, to have much money. But. In the winter, they, were, they came in second place for Garrett Cole. The Yankees were not going to be denied with him, but they are in on every single guy. They were in on Rendon, too. They will get anyone they want. Except Garrett Cole. Money is never an issue. If they don't get him, it's because another team just completely blew him out of the water. So I think the Dodgers, I don't, they don't care about money. They want to win. And that's it hasn't worked. They're, they're in don't Los you, Angeles. It hasn't worked. They've won seven straight division titles. It's hard to win a World Series. Mazel tov, but they haven't won a World Series. That's fair, But they feel like Mookie Betts now can put them over the top. But that's a lot of money and a lot of years to risk without watching him play in a Dodgers uniform. All right, Cash, let me ask but you this. It's not then. like he's playing in Kansas City or, or Colorado. He's playing in Boston. If you can handle Boston, you can handle Los Angeles. Cash, let me ask you this. We have Giancarlo Stanton for – not we, the Yankees – have Giancarlo Stanton for, what, One nine time. more years, however many it is, $300-plus million. We sign Aaron Judge. He's going to come in that much. Are you going to say the same thing there? Because I feel like the situations are pretty comparable there. I could promise you all the money in the world that if Giancarlo Stan was a free agent when the Yankees signed No, no, it, that's not what I'm asking you. What I'm well, saying is we that money's still tied up. So let's let's look for the sake of this comparison, let's give let's equate Mookie Betts and Giancarlo Stan and then equate Aaron Judge and Cody Bellinger, two guys who are up so, for a big contract pretty soon. Every one of them are an outfielder. Right. Would you would you be okay with the Yankees paying Aaron Judge big money like that because the talent no. is comparable to Mookie Betts? No. No? So you'd let him walk before well, you I'm, paid him a talent like that? At his age, when he's going to be a free agent? Well, Mookie Betts is, what, 26, 27? He's 27. He's, yeah, he's two years younger than Judge is. Judge isn't 30 yet. Maybe a year yeah, younger. He also, 28. He, but he, his Judge contract is isn't up Betts. yet. But he will be. What, the difference next between year? Betts and Judge is Betts stays healthy. The other thing is the thing Judge, is they're both big money moves the, the, and that the are going thing to, is that, to be made to have a second stud outfielder in your outfield that will make you a contender. The Yankees without Judge are not as good as they are with Judge. And but that's Judge is otherwise. Judge and Stanton have been on the same team together. We've seen them play together. So the, the argument there is a little more justified than the Yankees have. All, all I'm saying is we don't know how – I don't know. It's not football. You don't need chemistry to play baseball. You just got to make sure that they can communicate in the gap in the outfield. They go up to the plate, they hit. It's all individual. It's, so point, it is what man. it is. We chemistry. know who Mookie Betts is. I don't care what uniform he's played in. I so mean, if you have the opportunity, if you're the Dodgers, to add top three player in the game, I know you have – even if you have Bellinger, who's your homegrown guy, you're still going to make that, that play. You're all still I'm make saying is if you, if you take a free agent, right, if you take a look at a guy like Manny Machado who took six months or Bryce Harper who took – 
five months to decide where he's going to play next. I feel like Mookie didn't – listen, I don't know Mookie. He didn't answer my phone call, but he didn't take it into consideration. He just had negotiations with the team he happens to be on now. He didn't pick the Dodgers. He was traded to the Dodgers. So what happens in five I years? I don't understand your argument. Are you criticizing so, the Dodgers for making the move or Mookie not waiting for free agency? A little bit of both because what happens in five years if Mookie says, oh, I don't like it here, I want out. I'm sure. but, I'll, but I'll only go to the Kansas City Royals. I mean, that, that's, that's hypothetical. I mean, I can make the argument that he's going to love Los Angeles because the city's nice and the team's always winning. But if that happens, I mean, we see players waive trade clauses all the time. But that's, this is my point, okay? My point is – like it's not dead at, money, though. That's the thing. Those, that money falls off the book. I think it's only like $65 million of that is, is a signing bonus that they would lose, and they would lose – not even lose it, but they'd pay his salary, and they'd get the production that they're going to get, which is inevitably going to be there. That's, that's, that's fair. The that's fair. But and I'm you'd just get saying, trade pieces back. If you trade Mookie Betts at 31, 32 years old, I mean, chances are you're still going to get something pretty half-decent back with five years left on the contract. Well, I mean, you think that, but look what the Yankees gave up for Stanton. The Marlins got the sh- the short end of the stick, big time. And when well, they, it was when a given Marlins... that the Marlins were tearing it down. I don't think the Dodgers are going to be tearing it down. No, that's not my soon. point. But the but the Marlins had no idea that they were going to be tearing it no, down. No, but at it's that different point. with the well, Marlins. Stanton was the last remember, to go. Yelich was gone. Stan Yelich and Azuna got traded because they got a new ownership in Derek Jeter, and the team was in financial hell from the previous ownership. So they had to cut salary, and they had to not get anything in return. The Red Sox got good players in return, and the Dodgers got two stars in Price and Betts. And I, I feel like you're looking at this made, like the Dodgers always made that deal with the intention of re-signing or extending Mookie Betts, and they did. Well, of course. I mean, that's the goal. And but I don't I'm, think these talks started today. That's the thing. They've had. No, I'm sure not. About. I'm sure not. I'm just playing devil's advocate, signing 13 years for a team that you haven't played for. It's it's a lot of years. But that's what every free agent does. Then most that's of Cole them, just did. They, Cole just signed 10 years with the Yankees. He's never. It's played not for the like Yankees the Red before. Sox traded him to the. Marlins, and now he's signing 13 years with the Marlins. It's this the, is a the Dodgers, division literally the Los Angeles Dodgers. with an ownership that will always spend whatever it takes. They might not win every year, but they will do their damn best to win every year. And if you're Mookie Betts or any player in baseball, there's nothing more you can ask for. So I feel – God bless. Ring. God bless. Um, so Mookie – I can bet he, a lot of money that the Dodgers will have a chip in the next 13 years. I mean, if they win – one no. in the next five or two in the next five, then the last five where Mookie might not be the same player, that would be worth it to them. Just like if Cole wins yep. a World Series or two in the first four years of his deal, the previous five, and then the next five aren't as great, the Yankees would take that. That's how these the next deals The next 13 work. World Series are going to go to the Yankees. So, sorry, Ty. Dodgers aren't winning any of them. And, Catchway, I want to touch on your point before. Like, what if they want to go after a pitcher? They're – They can. Bonafide – not even that, but they're, they're bonafide ace right now. Outside of Clayton Kershaw, their ace of the future, once Kershaw inevitably, inevitably retires or doesn't get renewed, which I, don't, I can't see him playing for any other team. But they have Walker Bueller, who's in a very cheap situation for them right now. They have a young guy in Dustin May coming up behind him. Like, they have a young, stacked, prospect-filled pitching core right now and guys waiting in the wings. So, like, it's, it's not an issue for them right now. Yeah, that's the thing about the Dodgers is they're the, one of the deepest franchises in – Sports and baseball, their farm system is always near the top. They sent down their top prospect, Gavin Lux, the other day, and they're like, oh, no big deal. We'll start somebody else at second base. Like, Gavin Lux was previewed to be a rookie of the year, and he's getting sent down to start the year because they have guys that are better than him. They have a ton of prospects that are in the wings that they can call up. 
and are cheaper. So I don't think the Dodgers are concerned whatsoever. And then you can use those chips that aren't going to be in your future and you can package them for the pitcher or whatever you need. They're in such a great spot, both what they have on their major league field now and their system where, and the fact that their division isn't that good and not competitive. So now is the time to go for the kill. Like they tried in the off season with Cole that didn't work out. So now they got bets. Listen, good for them, and, you know, hopefully it works out for them. But I'm just saying, it's a lot of years for someone you've never watched play in your uniform before. I'm just saying. It, but that's every free I mean, agent. We shouldn't be harping on this because I think it's stupid. You even predicted this, Cash. You said, I'm going to get crap for this, and you got crap for it, and I think deservedly so you got crap for it. I'm not arguing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. That's what I do. You don't need to always play devil's advocate. That's the thing, especially on something mm. where you're arguing signing Mookie bets to a large, well-deserved deal to the Dodgers. All right, Toronto Blue Jays. Well, yeah, we'll agree to disagree on this one. The Blue Jays are in a world of, of limbo and trouble because the Canadian government said you can't play in Rogers Center. They wanted to move them to Buffalo. The Blue Jays are like, hold on, we'd rather have major league facilities and that kind of – we don't want to play in a minor league park for 30 games. So then they were going to play in Pittsburgh and then one series in New York and another series somewhere else. Um, and then Pittsburgh was like, no, you're not coming here either. So now on the eve of opening day, as we're recording, the Blue Jays don't have a home park. They had, I feel, I don't understand. Canada knew what was, what was going to happen. They knew there was a virus going on. They knew for a good month now that there was going to be a season of 60 games. Why is it that the day before opening day, they say, oh, yeah, you can't play here. Or a few days before opening day, oh, never mind, you can't play here. They, they should have said this immediately so the Blue, Blue Jays had ample time to figure out a backup plan. I don't get how this happened. Yeah, it's, a, it's an odd situation, uh, especially since the team had reported to Toronto. They were training in Toronto. They were practicing there. The Canadian government told them, if you guys leave your bubble, because I'm pretty sure they were all going to be staying at Rogers Center. Because yeah, the hotel connected. it's a hotel as well, which is yes. awesome. I want to go there and see that. Um, but they told him if they break their bubble, they'd face a 70, was it $750,000 fine and potential jail time if they had broken their bubble. So what changed within that time frame where then they decided, oh, no, you guys aren't going to play here and essentially I think, kicked them out of the country? I think they realized that teams were going to come in to the, to the country. I, that's probably what the issue was. Well, so yeah, I, I can answer I can answer that partially. So I know that two of the league two of the teams in our league um, are from Canada or were from Canada. They are not participating this year because uh, the Canadian borders are completely shut down. Um, so from what I understand with what's going on with the Blue Jays is um, there was a lot of back and forth and I thought I think that the Blue Jays thought that they could have got this done before the before opening day. Uh, and obviously they were wrong, um, but Canada shut down until like almost 2021. Yeah, I mean it, it's tough, and I feel bad that the players have to deal with this. It, I mean it's definitely a disadvantage compared to the other 29 teams that have a stable home and a stable place to play, and they can live in their own apartments in their home cities. The Blue Jays aren't like that, but I think. What kind of saves the Blue Jays is how young they are. I feel like if this was a veteran team, that would bother them a little bit more. But these are guys that just got called up last year, um, guys like a Bichette and a Guerrero and a Biggio who grew up in Major League Baseball because of their fathers. So I feel like this 
isn't going to be detrimental to their season. But it's just, it's just annoying. I, I it would just be annoying. But some of the places they can play, uh, I guess they can go to their Florida minor league facility. But then you got another trip to Florida for all these teams they have to play. And Florida is the biggest hotbed in the country right now. Yeah, so I think probably. one of the, I think one of the things they were concerned about with uh, playing down in Dunedin though was no roof. So with the rain, there's the potential for a lot of rainouts. Um, and then I don't see why they couldn't go back to Buffalo at this point and just suck it up for those think, 30 games. I think baseball is going to have to step in and say, hey, or, two months you're going to have to live in I Buffalo. Mean, one, one of the other things I saw Ken Rosenthal put out there is play every single game on the road. Wherever yep. you guys – whoever you're supposed to play, you show up in that city. If you're supposed to be the home team, then you're the home team at that point. Like I know at uh, the beginning – The Rail Raiders, Rail Raiders did that for one season. The Yankees minor league system – as they were rebuilding the home facility, the entire season was on the road. Which different, is different sport brutal. and di- oh, completely yeah. different situation. But the Saints did that because of Katrina for a season. So it's not right. unheard of that a professional team plays every game on the road. It's just harder with baseball because you're playing back-to-back-to-back days. I did see that I'm, they're in D.C. to start the year. Uh, after Boston, I think they go to D.C. And they play four games there where two of them, they'll be the away team. And then the next two, they'll be the home team. I think that that might become the most logical thing at this point, since we're so late in the game with the season starting at this point. Um, I mean, since Pittsburgh, since the Pennsylvania uh, health board of health shut them down, I don't think a lot of other major league cities are going to be like, Hey, let's bring in even more people to come play here. I think they're trying to cities are trying to limit the amount. So is there, is there a really nice facilitated D one college that can host them? Anywhere, I guess. Yeah, but they're all not in not south. in the northeast. Yeah, they're yeah. all in the That's south. Northeast based like college programs are. And Syracuse also doesn't have a baseball team. No, they don't. That's right. I was just trying to think of what's close to Toronto. It's probably well, still like thirty even, degrees up there, Cash. I was even yeah, thinking was about like today. other other minor league like like other good like minor league programs. Like one of the teams that popped in my head was like the Durham Bulls. Don't they have a really nice facility down in North Carolina? Like, why couldn't the Blue Jays be there and kind of be in the middle of the division that they're playing in with everybody on that East Coast? Like, I feel like that could be a situation. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard, and it definitely sucks for the Blue Jays. But as you mentioned, being a young team that they are, maybe it's something that kind of brings them all together, and they rally around that, and they play well. On Like, I don't know. Yeah, just, I mean – you you bond more in my experience playing baseball. I bonded more with my friends and who I played with when we went to tournaments and we traveled, not going home every day. So, I mean, yeah, but did you do it? And they're not projected sixty to win days this out year. of sixty-seven days. Well, I know that's fair, but you know they're professionals. They're getting paid. They can do it. They're adults, but it's definitely not fair ideal point. for the Blue Jays to have to deal with that. So we'll see what happens with them. It's crazy that all this is happening right before the season starts. And another thing that happened, John Heyman reported today, that they're still negotiating if the playoffs are going to be expanded or not from 10 to 16. So I was just I'm trying to sure believe that, to be I honest. Just, I just want – well, it, it is out there. So I just wanted – before we get into our pr- projections for the season and awards and all that, just really quick on this topic, y- your thoughts on expanded playoffs in baseball from 10 to 16. I kind of like how baseball is now – unlike the other sports of how in- exclusive or how hard it is to get into the playoffs. NBA, everyone makes the playoffs basically. NHL, the same thing. 
baseball and football are the only two playoffs where the best of the best make it and there's no fluke teams. So I, I, I know it's a different season at 60 games, but if you have a 16 team playoff, I mean, a team like the Yankees or the Dodgers, I mean, they're just going to sleepwalk through the regular season because if they basically clinch already. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I think it adds more value to being a postseason team. Like, if there's 16 teams, there's a chance we're looking at a team that has like 77 wins, a team under 500 making the postseason, just the way that baseball is. Uh, I mean, not this season, not somebody with 77 wins, but like long term, if that. But a team like if it it becomes a thing now, it's not going to go away. And Mm -hmm. I don't want that long term because I think it does devalue the regular season. We see it in the NBA. No one cares about a regular season game in December and January. It doesn't mean anything to those teams. The only thing that matters is that postseason. Like baseball is so exciting because there's only so many spots for you to make it like those last every month really matter like other than it i always discount april like you could suck in april and make the playoffs we saw last year with the nationals those late season months are so important whereas if there's 16 teams that are going to make it, it kind of takes away from that i mean you can hypothetically see a see a team this year with 60 games go 29 and 31 or 30 and 30 and make the playoffs i don't that's not that's not baseball to me I don't know. I mean, for this season, I'm okay with it. But if we're talking like, like Scott said, if you want to keep this going throughout, I don't want it to be devalued because not only is it a more than, I mean, not more than just about double the size of an NBA season. Like it, I don't know. It just, when you slump in baseball, you have a chance to recover. And when you slump in the NBA, you really don't have a chance to recover, but I don't know, really know where I'm going with this, but like, it's, I don't know. I don't really care for this. Season, I, I just don't, I, think it I don't want cool it. I don't, it's, it's not really baseball. about, to me, it's not really about the teams that make the playoffs in the expanded playoffs. It's just the devaluation of the regular season. You see in the NBA, LeBron James is just going to take a day off because he can't, because it doesn't matter because he's going to make the playoffs anyway. You don't want that in baseball. You don't want Mookie Betts, uh, Aaron judge. You don't want, my um christian yelich or whatever these big players on teams that compete to just blow off games and series because it doesn't matter we're going to make the playoffs anyway i think it's also a little bit different because baseball you just need such a high level of focus to play it at a high level where in basketball like if you're real good at basketball in the nba like if lebron wanted to go 50 60 70 percent he can still go out there and he can probably get maybe like he can put up 20 points going 60% in an NBA game. But in baseball, if you go up to the plate with a 60% mentality, you're going to get eaten up every single time. Same thing in the field. If you want to take your mind off of 40% of the pitches or you just want to be half there in the field, chances are you're going to make a mistake when the ball is hit to you. I don't care how good you are at baseball or how sharp you are, whether you're Mookie Betts with a $365 million contract it doesn't, doesn't deserve. It's just like it's a completely different game, and like I don't know. My my mind says if you want I, to put sixteen teams in this year, fine, more baseball. But going forward, I think you really got to earn it. So here's I'm okay my with question. expanding the wild card a little bit, like not the teams that make the wild card at two out of three games. That's that could be. Yeah, I think that is okay, but not not sixteen teams. Uh, I have a question. So uh, going from ten teams to sixteen teams, that would what? That would inc- that would lengthen 
the off that'd be three I mean, more per, three more per team per league okay so that would lengthen the postseason the postseason yes in a in a season where everyone is so worried about a second wave what are they doing adding more games okay so my point what are they doing Everyone's Money. so worried about finishing the season. Because they want more advertising dollars but, on playoffs. But we couldn't have more regular season games? I don't understand. Rob Manfred came out and straight up said there will not be more than 60 games the whole time. And now you want to add playoff games? MLB continues to get it wrong every time. It's really, they go back on what they, they contradict themselves. I don't it's even really think it's necessarily an MLB thing. I think it's a complete pandemic thing where the fact that not one person has stuck with their gun, not one person in high power has stuck with their guns on this. To the point where it is now, what, July 22nd? We still don't know the effective way to combat the virus. We still have no freaking clue. Not a single clue. Are masks truly effective? Are they not effective? Are the test results effective? Are they not effective? Nobody knows. Everyone's just playing guesswork at this point, in which, I mean, I guess you but, can't really blame them. We've never seen anything so like no, it. But I, I totally agree with you, Ty, but what I, what I don't understand is if you're so worried about a second wave, you shouldn't be adding more games to the Oh, no, the I, I'm with you on that. I'm just saying. Like, it just doesn't make pandemic, sense. We have no idea what's going on, and people right. are scrambling. Right, That's and it. you think that we're going to add a, se- a second wave is going to come once it gets a little colder. Well, now you're going to go either – even further into the cold i just it, whatever like i said they continue to get it wrong yeah and we we got to take into account the man reporting it in john Heyman. the the guy is continually wrong with anything that he says i don't trust him whatsoever so i hope we don't get this expanded playoffs and i hope john Heyman is wrong once again so that's the current state of major league baseball like 22 and a half hours before first pitch in D.C. Anthony Fauci is going to throw out the first pitch. I thought, I thought that was interesting. But I think it is a little bit the, interesting. That's the, that's the world we live in right now. I wonder if he's going to wear a mask. Uh, I would assume he will. I want, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a betting line on that. It, it, it seems so – I don't really want to dive into this because it's going to drive me nuts. But I, I just want to say one thing. I love him. <laughs> him agreeing to throw out the first pitch – is the most contradictory thing you can possibly do in a man in his position during what is going on right now. A month ago, and this goes back to my prior point, a month ago, this guy was saying that the NFL should not be playing football with fans. He's against sports returning. He's against schools opening up. But he's going to be the face of the guy throwing out a pitch on opening day, Yankees versus Nationals. For what reason? Why? 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 I don't freak out. I don't think this is the first time I've freaked out on this episode. I'm pretty close. Not even this episode, <laughs> the podcast as a whole. But that's that. I don't understand. We don't have to debate this. This is the this. most somebody uh, has a rebuttal, I've seen you since the Jacoby Ellsbury albatross. It just drives me nuts when people talk out of their ass. I don't like it. Yes, he's qualified. But sometimes when you don't know the answer to something, just keep your mouth shut until you do. That's that. That's all I got to say. All right. So Ty is going to get off his soapbox while we do some <laughs> MLB projections. <laughs> we're going to do some MLB projections. We're going to do our division winners. We're going to do some awards. And then we're going to wrap that up by doing our playoff and World Series picks. Tyler wrote a few fantastic blogs on Caps On. Only um, two of them are out right now. Two. Maybe by the time this drops, um, I'll have the others released. I mean, I got the AL and the NL East out first. Mm-hmm. because, I mean, and the West is definitely going to be out tomorrow just because the Dodgers and the Giants are playing. Um, nobody from each central division plays till Saturday, I believe. Okay. 
So it'll it, they'll be out. So he has the AL East and NL East blogs up. You guys definitely need to yeah. check that out. And we're going to start with Tyler, since he was nice enough to write those blogs and put them on the caps on. We're going to start with the AL East. And who do we, who do we got? What's, what's your order? My order is I have the Yankees coming in first. I have the Rays coming in second. I have the Red Sox coming in third. The Blue Jays coming in fourth. And the Orioles coming in fifth. Same so exact got, order as last year. Um, so I have I don't a think very much similar changed. order. Um, I have the Yankees winning the division, and I have the Rays in the wild card. Tyler, do you have the Rays as the wild card? Yeah. Yep. Okay, the only difference I have is because going back a few episodes, I had the Red Sox at under in our over-under shows. I have the Blue Jays ahead of the Red Sox. I have the Blue Jays at 500, even with, we, even with the fact that we don't know where they're playing. I have them at 30 yep. and 30. I have the Red Sox at 27 and 33. That's how much distrust I have in the Red Sox starting rotation. And in terms of the Yankees against the Rays, I was thinking about this the last couple of days when I was making this order. I saw Joel Sherman do his prediction. He actually had the Rays winning. Um, yep. He didn't really give a lot of context to why. The Rays have a fantastic pitching staff that can't go unsaid. Fantastic. Com- comparable with the Yankees. Maybe even better if you go by depth, one to three, even with, with, because of Severino being out. But I do have the Yankees winning the division because I just feel like the Yankees lineup can outslug the Rays. I don't think the Rays lineup can hold their own against the Yankees lineup. I, if, if you go one through nine on the, in position and in the batting order, I, the Yankees, I think they slug themselves to a 39-21-40-20 record, and I think they win the division. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yankees are clearly the front runner in this division. Lineup top to bottom. Easily one of the best in baseball. Pitching staff is good, especially with the addition of Garrett Cole. Arguably the best bullpen in baseball, plus depth. Uh, mm-hmm. Rays, same thing. Agree with you guys coming in second place. And as a wild card team, their pitching staff, starting rotation is phenomenal. Charlie Morton, Blake Snell leading the way there. And some young guys and Tyler Glass now. Um, they have a great bullpen too. It's a lot of kind of no names, but they produce and a lot of guys that throw the ball hard. They did lose a solid lefty in Colin, Colin Poche. Uh, he's having Tommy John surgery, which is a loss for them. But as the Rays are, they'll find somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned it. Their lineup, there's really no big name in that lineup. They went out and they got Hunter Renfro, who's a good power bat. I mean, Austin Meadows is fantastic. Austin Meadows is one probably – he's the best hitter in that on that lineup. But then you have a guy like Kevin Kiermeyer who's known for his glove, not so much his bat, and then a bunch of other no-names. I would put the Red Sox third just because they're the Red Sox. Blue Jays and Orioles, both young teams. Blue Jays have more promise, so I'd put them in fourth. And then Orioles are just one of the worst teams in baseball, um, even though they took it to the Phillies the other night in a, in a scrimmage. But it's all good. Cash, you were smiling at me. Like, I'm, like I said something that you disagree with when I was talking about the Rays. Uh, I just know I'm, I'm about to get absolutely roasted alive. You have the Rays winning the division. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be the not. first absolutely. time in the past 30 minutes. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, the Rays wouldn't. I have the Yankees going 60-0, um, but not actually. I have the Yankees winning the division, um, and then I also have the Orioles coming in last and the Blue Jays coming in in fourth. I have the Red Sox coming in second. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, like – Scott was saying, I, there's no guy in the lineup for me in the Rays. Um, 
lineup. And it's such an offensively powered league. Um, and in, in, a, in, in a league that really does rely on such high numbers in the run column, I just I have the Red Sox lineup as a better lineup in the race. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take what you just said and use that against you if you let me. Yeah, the I don't Rays, care. Do you want? the Rays have the pitching to combat the fact that it's a hitting league. The Red yeah, Sox have and, nobody. And so do the Mets, and the Mets don't win. So explain to me that. Riddle me that. A fair point. So listen, there's a very good chance that I'm wrong, but I just I don't see the Rays having a good year this year. Um, are the Red Sox coming in second? And it hurts me to say because I, I hate Boston. Sorry, Sandy. I mean, but I, I hate Boston. I'm not gonna like completely ridicule you for that because I mean, I can see a I can see a scenario where that does happen, especially if Tyler Glass now, who's injury prone, goes down. Blake Snell goes down. You're left with Charlie Morton and the bullpen game. It's pretty much it. You know, where the thing, they do a very good job with that, though. They the do. Other thing they is, do very good but they can't. You can't fill four rotation spots with a bullpen game. You know, it's such a short season, too. I, you know. I do really respect Kevin Cash. I think he's a great manager, but I think it's it's a possibility that he kind of goes overboard with the bullpen early on in the season because it's a short season. They're still going to get tired. You know, guys still get tired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Red Sox can get hot. I don't know. I, I have the Red Sox coming in second. Do you just feel like the allure of being the Boston Red Sox pushes them to being in second? Do you feel like that's I mean, part of it? That's definitely part of it. And the fact of the matter is they're always going to – compete you know i mean they have gonna... dudes they still even without yeah, best they, they still, have martinez they, they have bats. they have right Beth you have Nevers. jd martinez you have xander bogarts you know yeah. you have uh, uh jd drew no they don't jd drew not J- why did just say that jd martinez no, jd martinez <laughs> jeez wow i just i don't know you wow. went you went back about 12 years <laughs> we cut wow. that out in post actually we're not gonna do that because i like they that have many ramirez it's actually gonna go on the instagram that's what we're gonna david do. ortiz came back they have Carlos anyway. Scrums, your Scrums. I can't even fucking pronounce it, so I <laughs> fucked up the joke. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, they have Ted um, But no, I, I, they got guys, so. But go Dukes. That's fine. That's fine. Um, any last-second notes on the AL East? We didn't talk about the Blue Jays or Orioles a lot. Shady I mean, Orioles Drew. Terrible. What the Shady <laughs> Really threw me off. So, I think we all went chalk with the Yankees winning division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ty and Scott have the Rays in second, and myself – as the wild card as well. Cash, do you have the Red Sox as a wild card? No. No? Okay. So we're going to go back up to Ty. Ty, I'm going to give you the choice. We can either cross league to the NL East or we can go down to the AL Central and keep it there. Um, well, I have the NL East up on my computer at the moment, right, so fine. let's go there. Um, so I got the Braves winning the division. I have – well, I did have the Mets go Braves. in second place. But Stroman. In the division. But Stroman is now out. So now I don't know necessarily if DeGrom can put that team on his back with Michael Waka behind him and Rick and, Porcello. Uh, Rick Porcello. And I don't Steve know if Mets. that's going to happen. I, I, I don't know. It's just not going to happen. No. And Robert Gazelman's on the um, the IR also. So who's going to be that fifth guy in a and short season? You might not need it. So <laughs> Jed Lowry hasn't played in whatever, in years. Um, I have the Phillies – in third place, I have the Nationals in a shocking fourth place, followed by the Marlins. Could you repeat that? I'm sorry. Um, Who's in fourth? The the Nationals. Okay. Oh really? Um, 
Yes. You don't uh, so like I got, Nationals? You think it's a one-year wonder? Wait, did, I think I might have messed that one up. Well, I, what I did have was – let me repeat this. Braves. Before the Stroman thing, I had Braves, Mets, Phillies, Nationals, Marlins. But now that Stroman is out, I'm going to adjust that and put the Mets below the Nationals, drop them two spots, and go Braves. I'm throwing a blank here. Braves, Phillies, Nationals, Mets, Marlins. That's that. Okay. You got through it. We're good. (laughs) I'm exhausted from my rant before. That's that's what it is. All right. So two things. Why are the Nationals in third? And why do you have the um, Braves as the winner? I just think the Braves are the strongest lineup. Um, oh, yeah, they are. That's just really what it is. Um, no other lineup. Maybe the Phillies really competes with that the bats that they have there. Um, I'm really big on the young lefty arms that the Braves have in their rotation. I mean, they have, they've been very inconsistent from, I mean, year to year in the past. But they just brought in a guy like Cole Hamels, who is a veteran pitcher who knows how to throw. And aside from that, He's a lefty that can teach young lefty arms how to be an effective lefty in the major leagues. And guys like Sean Newcomb, Max Freed, like these guys, or they showed very, they showed flashes of greatness last year. And then you have Mike Soroka topping off that lineup who had a great year last year. Uh, I, or top in the rotation. I think that these guys are, are just really, really, really good. And they, they deserve to win this spot. Yeah, I mean, they've won the division in the last two years. Um, I'm shocked that you have the Nationals below the Phillies. It just goes to, it goes back to the lineup. Like, the Phillies have bullpen problems. I know Scott can probably talk to that a little bit, especially with David Robertson out with Tommy John. But their rotation is pretty formidable. I'm like, it, it, if Jake Arrieta can really step up and be a viable starter, I think a rotation of, what what is it, Nola, Arietta, Zach Wheeler, Vince Velasquez and fifth would be what? Eflin? It's, it's Eflin to start the year, but they have Spencer Howard, their top prospect, who's going okay. to the minor leagues for the first six games, and then he'll be up um, gotcha. afterwards to most likely take that spot in the rotation or be a sixth person in the rotation. Yeah. I mean, what we forget is that Jake Arrieta was a guy, before the change of scenery, he threw a no-hitter in Chicago. Just fantastic in Chicago. Great success at Wrigley Field. And if he can even get back to 75% of that, that is a huge, huge piece. I think he might be close to 75%. He might have even been performing at 75%. You can't really measure that much. But, like, he, he has the potential to be a very good two-starter in that rotation. And, and he, he dealt with injuries. He'll, he'll drop down yeah. to the three with the addition of Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dealt with some injuries the last couple of years. But he's gone out there every single time he's taken the ball and he competes. That's exactly. what I like out of Arietta is the guy's a grinder. He came up with the Orioles and absolutely sucked. Yep. It took him years to figure it out, went to Chicago and became an ace. was great. Came to Philly on a three-year, $75 million contract. Hasn't lived up to that, but he's still a guy that you can go out there. He's going to compete every single night he's out there. He's going to give you five, six innings, which you need, especially in a shortened season. You got it. You need guys, you know, go out there and compete and, you know, give it their best every single time. He's obviously not the same guy anymore, but if he's your three, I think that's a fair three to have anywhere. I, I think this division is the toughest. I think it's the most competitive. I think four teams can win it. Four up until 
the Stroman news. So, Scott, this is your division. You're the Philly fan of the podcast. So I'm going to go to you about your predictions about the NL East. Okay. You know what? I'll be a homer. Go ahead. The Phillies are going to win the division. Spice things up. Tell me they why. Have to, they have to at this point. It, it's been coming. We've been building towards this. You go out and you sign Bryce Harper last year. He has, in my standards, in my eyes, he had a great year last year with 35 home runs, hit 260, played a great right field. You have JT Romuto, the best catcher in baseball. You have Reese Hoskins, a guy who can produce. He struggled last year, but it's there. We've seen it. You bring in D.D. Gregorius. You guys love him. He's been great. He's an awesome shortstop. And then you bring in Joe Girardi to manage this team. A leader in the clubhouse is He's won multiple. He, did he win a manager of the year with the Yankees? No, but with the Marlins, he did. Not so he won the one with the Marlins. He's won a World Series with the Yankees. It's just time you go out, you add Zach Wheeler to go along with Nola. As I mentioned, we have Spencer Howard, who is one of the favorites to be a rookie of the year um, as a starting pitcher. Ty mentioned it. The bullpen is, you know, a question mark. My guy, Hector Naris, you know. He's great in save situations, but as soon as you bring him in in a non-situation, he blows up. We spent $30 million on David Robertson. He's pitched three innings. He's not going to pitch this year. Um, So we're going to get him on the last year of his contract next year. A big arm in Sir Anthony Dominguez had a setback with his Tommy John. Um, Won't see him this year. So the bullpen's definitely the biggest question mark. I forget what's his name. Uh, You forgot him. Who, the guy, yeah, he. Well, I know he's not a big name guy, but the guy that gave up the you home run. You can't say Mike don't Ford. forget and then forget to say his name. Uh, yeah, well, don't forget Yo, that. He, Yovera, he got sent down. Yeah, well, <laughs> Maurice Ronald Torres. Matt Ronald Torres. I don't think he made the team. Great club, that's unfortunate. Love he got sent down. Of that uh, oh hoppy kid. Yeah, see this? That was pretty the Yankee pretty fan cool growing moment. up. Hit a uh, yeah. caught a home run ball a couple years ago in Yankee Stadium, and then now he's almost hit one. Fantastic. Just great. Yeah, so Almost the who do you have guy. behind the Phillies? So the rest of my division, Braves, uh, second place wildcard team, mm-hmm. third place Nationals. I think they just take a step back. Anthony Rendon is going to be a huge loss for them. Mm-hmm. He's going to be more of a loss for the Nationals than Bryce Harper was. Um, Rendon's a guy that hits 300-plus every single year. I mean, their rotation's great. Strasburg. Scherzer, Corbin is probably the best three you can get, but they're going to take a step back. Um, Mets in fourth place. The Stroman injury is huge. Uh, he was going to be the number two in that rotation. Tearing his calf is is not good. Um, and then the Marlins coming in fifth. We all know the Marlins stink. Um, still rebuilding everywhere. So, um, so Phillies, Braves, Nats, Mets, and Marlins is my order. I mean, I can't blame you for being a homer, as Tyler left. I got, I got, I gotta believe. You have to. I mean, it's fair. Um, I'll go with me. Um, I am probably the only one that has the Nationals winning the division. I, I, a couple reasons. I know Rendon's loss is going to be tough. I understand that, but in a sixty-game season, to me, if more than half of those are being started by Scherzer. Strasburg and Corbin more likely than not you're going to win those games I know both divisions the AL East and the NL East are very good 
Uh, I know it's a very tough schedule. I know the Braves, uh, the Braves and the Phillies are up and coming, and they're going to fight for that division, even the Mets too. Even without Stroman, I feel like they could put up a fight. I don't think they will, but they could. I, I feel like the Nationals just ride the momentum of their World Series. I think they win the division. And I have my records. I don't, you guys, I don't know if you guys did records. I have the Phillies in third place. They're missing out the division by two games. That's how much I think this division is close. So I have the Nationals one. I have the Braves two at the wild card. And then I have the Phillies one game behind that. I really think it can go either way. I think however the way the ball rolls this season, it can be a completely different one, two, three, four in the division. And then I have Mets at 30 and 30. That's because of the Stroman thing. I think that sucks because the Mets lose out on Syndergaard. They lose out on Stroman. They lose Wheeler to the Phillies, a division rival. And you really don't know what Walker and Porcello are right now. So I think the Mets are in trouble. Although I do think they have the potential to maybe climb in for a wild card conversation. And then obviously have the Marlins at 15 and 45. I, I, the Marlins suck. I, they have a good farm system, but I don't, they're not ready. Do you think Zimmerman's impact has not Zimmerman not being there has any impact on the Nationals? I think not necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's I, it is what I it is. I feel like I feel like there's a momentum into winning the World Series. It, it, it's a fair argument, but you can also make the argument that there's going to be that World Series hangover and you know that post championship hangover that we see. Um, I mean, outside of Rendon. That team's pretty – it's a relatively young team at this point. Uh, there's a lot of – Trey Turner's still young. Victor Robles is young. Um, those are their – like, their main guys. Are this Soto – I mean, Soto's obviously one of the best. He's – but he's still young, too. It, can Soto now become a leader of that clubhouse? Now they got can, Soto. They got Turner. They have Eaton. They still have guys, even yep. without Rendon and Harper. I, I, they're they're a good baseball team. Your your argument is absolutely fair, and we've we've mentioned it a thousand times. These two divisions, the AL East and the NL East, are one and two best divisions in baseball. So the fact that they have to play each other sixty times is going to be brutal. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun to watch. So you said it. it this order can go any which direction at this point. Cash, you've been quiet on the Annalise. What do you got? I don't see uh, how Stroman going down is such a big loss for the Mets because I, I truly do not understand the lore they had to begin with. I, I thought they mean? were – I think they're horrible with Stroman. I think they're horrible, horrible with Syndergaard. I, horrible I don't, is I, a really bad way to put it because the, the Mets were 86 and 76 last year. They, they were four they were games off of winning four – They were. Four games off winning 90 games. I think they have the best record after August 1st. I just I mean, I don't, don't see them well, don't coming like the together. Mets. That's fine. It's not, it's not, dude, I don't like the Red Sox, and I just have them beating the Rays. I, I don't – first of all, I, the two scrimmages, the exhibition games, they looked like they were playing with the wrong glove hand. I, they looked horrible. Yeah, they didn't look good um, in the field. I'll give you that. And, you know, how much longer are we going to watch Cano – perform before we realize he doesn't have it anymore I, that, that goes into a completely yeah. separate conversation about brody van wagenen and forcing his managers to hit cano third when he shouldn't be how much longer are we going to talk about Yoannis Cespedes before he's just done because he is done he looked uh, bad i saw this, a clip of him running to first base he looked well they miserable. told him not to try to run they told him this, to go 60 this guy he can't regardless 
Dominic Smith has been up and coming for the Mets for 12 years. Same with Ahmed or Rosario. Rosario has been the next big thing, and Glaber's already surpassed him, and he's five years older. I, I, enough's enough. The Mets are garbage. With that being said, I have the Braves in first, the Nationals in second, winning the wild card, the Phillies in third, and I, I, I don't know. I have 1A and 1B with the Mets and Marlins. I, I think they're both so terrible. I guess I'll put the Mets in fourth to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I Do think you have winning again? Braves, okay. Nationals winning the wild card, Phillies, Mets, Marlins, but not that far apart. Mets and Marlins. I mean, it, it, you can't you, you can't really argue because as me and Scott were talking about, like any of the any of this can fluctuate with this division. It's that close. I think it's the closest of all all of baseball. So it's the team that has it's the division that has the defending champs, and it's the team that has probably one of the best young players in Acuna. Um, Bryce Harper, DeGrom, one of the best pitchers, in ba- the best pitcher in baseball, or at least the National League. It's, a, it's an exciting division. And it's be interesting to see how it plays out. So now we're going to move to the AL Central, Tyler. All right. Um, this is like a tough division for me outside mm-hmm. of, I mean, not even outside of a team. Like the, the Twins are favored at minus 130 right now to win the division. I understand where that comes from. I think they're a really good team, but the rotation has questions for me because it's Jose Barrios, and then I need to even refer to this. Like they have, what is this? Jake Odorizzi. They have Jake Odorizzi. They have eight guys listed in the rotation right now, where a team like the Dodgers on their depth chart on their team site have four. It's Kershaw, um, Julio Urias, um, Walker Bueller, and Alex Wood. Maybe is he yeah. even on the team anywhere? Well, Alex Wood. Yeah. So. Just purely based off the optics here, they don't know who their rotation is. It's Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi, Kenta Maeda, Homer Bailey, Randy Dobnak, who was like the whole Cinderella story last year. The Uber driver. Um, Uber driver. Um, Devin Smeltzer, Rich, Rich, Hill, Rich Hill, and Michael Pineda. Um, outside of Jose Barrios, I, I really don't have anybody I'm confident in in this rotation. Now, the lineup is where they, where they deserve to be favored. Um not a lot of big name guys. They just what they got um, Josh Donaldson. I outside of him, like I like Miguel Sano. They had five, they had like, five guys hit thirty home runs last year, though, and they had Donaldson I know, who hit thirty home runs last year. I know, but when you're talking, and you don't about know them guys, because they like, play for the Twins, but they're good players. And they can hit. It's not that you don't know them because they play for the Twins. It's like Mitch Garver is the starting catcher. Then you got Marvin Marvin Gonzalez, who is a switch hitting role player around the field. He's a good good player. Um, Williams Astudio, who's again much of the same, just a very high contact guy who can play all over the place. Um, Jorge Polanco, same thing. Eddie Rosario, good player, same thing. Just kind of one of those better, they're just a lot of a little bit better than average guys, and some guys that are a little bit better than that. They don't have any really like real superstars on their team. Max Kepler's good, Byron Buxton is good in his own right. I don't know. But then you look at a team like the White Sox, and then you have the big-name guys on the Indians. I know the Indians don't have the rotation that they had with the big-name guys. Corey Kluber is gone. Trevor Bauer is gone. Salazar, is he still there? He's gone. He's gone. Uh, Carlos Carrasco has been battling health issues. But then again, I would take the Indians rotation or Indians lineup over the Twins lineup. Call me crazy. 
I don't know. I am calling you crazy. crazy. Look, I don't know. I mean, his team broke the record for most home runs in a season last year. All right, so I'm I'm they won 100 games. wasting a bunch of they, time they, here. Listen, they were terrible yeah. <laughs> against the Yankees. They shot themselves in the foot. They had they looked like a deer in headlights in that division series where they got swept. But you can't yeah. deny the fact that in the regular season, they were the top offense in the league and they won 100 games. No, I'm I'm with you there. I just think they're due for a little bit of regression and in a 60 I mean, they are season, the, they, they are one know. of those every other year teams. I mean, remember in 2018, mm-hmm. they came in last, I think, or close to it. And then in 17, they were in the wild card. Yep. So, I don't know. They seem to be on that level of going every other year they're good. Um, I'm going to take I, a leap of faith here. I'm going to go White Sox, Twins, Indians, Royals, Tigers. It's a fair argument because I, yeah, I really I mean, like the White Sox. I do, so yeah. I have them as a wild card. I believe in them. They did a lot in the offseason. They spent some money, brought in um, Grandal and Encarnacion to add to their core. And Dallas Keuchel. But yep. I, I like the Twins. Their lineup is way too good. Mm-hmm. You mentioned their pitching rotation is definitely an issue. Um, but I, I kind of see them as the um, the opposite of the Rays, where their lineup is so good, they can kind of make up for the lack of pitching. Um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Devin Smeltzer in that list, a uh, kid that I grew up playing against. Uh, another great story, battled cancer as a nine-year-old all the way through high school. Um, and he's made it to the big leagues and had a nice little run for them. So I'm glad you mentioned him there. Um, it's just, it's a good team. So I, I got twins, White Sox. I took the under on the Indians. I don't believe in them anymore, even though they have Lindor, Jose Ramirez, and Carlos Santana. Um, and then Royals and uh, Tigers. Tigers stink. They're not going to do anything. Uh, Royals are rebuilding. They brought up one of my uh, my favorite college baseball players in Brady Singer uh, to be in their rotation. Guy from University of Florida, big arm. He's a, got a heavy sinker, but throws upper 90s. He's a good pitcher, so it'll be fun to watch him develop. There's still a team that's you know developing, even though they you know they won the World Series five years ago, uh, but at this point rebuild. So, Twins, White Sox, Indians, Royals, Tigers. Scott, I have the same exact standings as you. I have Twins, White Sox, Indians, Royals, Tigers. We already talked about the Twins and Indians a lot. The White Sox are very good. I think mm-hmm. I think they're a very good team. I think they're the up-and-coming team in the American League. Um, White Sox is Moncada, my other they got wild Luke card. Roberts. They, have, they, they have Lucas Giolito, who is a Cy Young caliber guy. Um, I think a little tweaks – in the bullpen, and I think they could really challenge for the division. But I do think the Twins slug themselves to the division championship, mostly because they have to play the Royals, the Tigers, and the Pirates 30 times. Or not 30, I'm sorry. They, they, they play them a good chunk of their season. Those teams are just terrible. So I got the Twins, White Sox, Indians, Royals, and Tigers. Royals and Tigers are terrible. Yeah, I agree. What do you got, Scott? I mean, Cash. Uh, yeah, I'll just go quickly through because we, we talked about everything, but I'm going to go – White Sox, Twins with the wild card win, Indians, Royals, Tigers. All right. And then when we move across to the National League side, Ty, if you want to start us off with the NL Central. All righty. I'm going to go a little bit rapid fire here. I like the Reds a lot. I'm going to go Reds at number one. Um, I like the Cubs at number two. I just think they're solid. Um, Cardinals at number three, Brewers at number four, Pirates at number five. Brewers at four. Brewers at four. I mean, wow. 
I don't know. I did. They're good, but like another team that doesn't have a lot of pitching. There's. I just think there's three teams better than them. That's the fair. Cubs, I think, are better than them. I think the Cardinals have a better lineup than the Brewers do. Um, the Brewers have their solid guys. Obviously, they made a run last year, but I don't know. I think that's a team where I mean, Yelich is going to perform. Hater's going to perform. Hater I, I just don't. I just don't know how much more you have out of that. That's super reliable. Mike Mustakis is there. He's getting a little bit older. Um, uh, Mustakis is in uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I mean, further's my point. Then I didn't know that, but there you go. <laughs> I mean, look, it's just another guy that Cincinnati has. He's not going to, like, be a superstar. But when you're adding a guy like Moustakis to an up-and-coming team like the Reds, they're going to be good. I'm just big on their rotation. I think Sonny Gray's taken to that well. Um, Trevor Bauer is adapting to his new team pretty well. And they have a bunch of young guys with pop. And I like that. The NL Central is where I have my big hot take. I have the Reds winning the division. I think the Reds are really good. I think they're Wow, such a hot take. It's almost like somebody said that already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know maybe i just don't t- i don't want to pay attention to you i guess reds are gonna win the division i have the brewers as my wild card um the cubs i don't i i feel like that window is closing i think it's like an inch open still but i, I just I, I feel like the cubs are running out of time um we don't know what chris bryan's future is going to be um i think their pitching staff is getting older i still like lester but you know another year older i mean he's a he's a vet um, so I think the Reds are up and coming. Cardinals, I have at four. I have them at 500. I think the Cardinals don't hit. I kind of – I said this during the over-under show we had a few weeks ago. I think their NLCS run, a little bit of a fluke. Um, so I have them at 30-30. And then obviously the Pirates are at last place. I don't know what the Pirates are doing. I don't know what their plan is. I don't know if they have a plan. I don't think they even care to have a plan. I don't know what their deal is. But Reds, Brewers, Cubs, Cardinals, Pirates. Cash, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm going to run through it quickly, too. Uh, I'm going to go Reds, Cardinals, uh, Cubs, Brewers, Pirates. Like you said, I don't think the Pirates know what they're doing. I don't like the Brewers at all. I think they're horrible. Not actually. I I, I made a promise to myself I'd never been on the Brewers again, and I won't. Um, I, I think the Cardinals have a dangerous lineup, and they can pitch. They could always pitch. They always find a way. So, um, uh, I think it's a tough division, though. I'll tell you that. So, yeah, I, I have the uh, – see how the Cardinals have a dangerous lineup. I mean, they always find a way, Glenn. Okay. I mean, they lost Ozuna. That's going to hurt. Um, they have Goldschmidt. I don't, I don't know who else, really. Matt Carpenter. I know. That's, that's good. Who always like, finds yeah, a way to get on. Yeah, all right. But <laughs> yeah, so just they hates lost the Cardinals. I don't like he them. just hates the Cardinals because he hates the Oh, like you, like you hate the Mets. I think the Mets just stink. Uh, okay, well, I think the Cardinals stink. The Cardinals win the NLCS. I, they kind of back their way in there. But I'm going to make Glenn's uh, hot take into a freezing cold take because I agree with you guys. Reds are going to win the division. Uh, Sneaky good team. They went out. They added Moustakis. Um, They acquired Trevor Bauer last year. They acquired Sonny Gray um, along with Luis Castillo. That's another one, two, three. That's really good. Uh, Eugenio Suarez hit, what, 45 home runs last year? Guy hits bombs. You add Moustakist, who's been a 30 Dingers. home run guy. Um, you had Aristides Aquino, who came up last year and hit 19 homers in like 20 days. It was incredible. That's um, the guy to watch, I'm telling you. And you, you still have Joey Votto. Joey Votto's not MVP Joey Votto anymore, but he still gets on base. You can still rely on him to be a leader. 
Um, he still plays a good first base. Um, they're a good team. They're they're going to win that division. I have the Cubs coming in second place. Glenn, you said their window is closing. I would agree with you, especially with Bryant's future up in the air. But they're still really good. There's a lot of talent on that team. So they're they're in second place. They're my uh, they're my other wild card team. Um, I I agree with you guys. I think the Brewers and Cardinals are kind of interchangeable. Brewers have a good lineup, not a ton of pitching. I think the Cardinals have good pitching, but not a ton of offense. I'll take the Cardinals third, Brewers fourth, and Pirates fifth. Pirates, we've said it, not a ton of direction. They just brought in new front office. Now's the time that they need to, you know, make a decision who's going to stay around on that roster. They made the first move in getting rid of Starling Marte. Um, the only noticeable name in that lineup at this point is Josh Bell, who had a good year. Um, he'll probably be there for the long run. So uh, Reds, Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, Pirates. Okay, before we move on, I just want to specify I don't think I did. I have the Brewers as the wild card. So that my two, my, my two wild cards in the National League are Braves and Brewers. Okay. <laughs> We're going to stay in the NL because I feel like this is going to be really quick. NL West, who doesn't have the Dodgers winning? Bueller. 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 Exactly, right? That's what we did there. <laughs> Does anyone have the Dodgers – anyone coming close to the Dodgers? Absolutely not. Necessarily not. no. no I, don't, I, don't, I don't either. I have the Dodgers winning by seven games in the division. Um, I think the Padres are getting better. I, but I, this division is the Dodgers. They're another team that everyone's – every year, oh, they're going to have a good year. They're going to have a good year, and they never do. Show me results, Agreed, and I'll believe it. Agreed. They're my fourth-place team. So I, I would go. I would go. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having them contending. I have them at 500. I don't think that's so tar- terrible. I would no, go with Dodgers. You, I just mean in general. No, I think you met me. No, I, I would say Dodgers, really D-backs. D-backs are the second best team in this division. I have that too. Yeah. Um, good hitters. Uh, added Bumgarner. They have some some younger arms. So so Dodgers, D-backs, Rockies. They're gonna hit because it's Coors Field, but they have no pitching because it's Coors Field. Um. And then Padres, they got Machado. They have Tatis. Outside of that, who's really there at this point? And then Chris Paddock was a great starter for them last year. And then Kirby Yates is a great closer. Um, I don't think they have enough yet to really compete. And then the Giants in fifth. Um, I don't even know what the Giants are. I think the only drama of the NL West this year is what's going to happen with Arenado. I don't think he'll be traded in the middle of a pandemic in this kind of year, but probably his last know. year in Colorado. He'll be his last. He'll be, if if not in August, in December, he'll get traded. Wait, serious then, question before we move on. Yep. Is the trade deadline in nine days? August thirty first. No. Okay. Alrighty. That's it. <laughs> That'd be sure. a crazy trade deadline. <laughs> it would right be pretty crazy. Starts. Who would first, be a buyer and who's a seller through nine games? AL West. Um, I'll start. Because, I don't know, I, I want to. I have the Astros winning the division. I hate to say that because they suck and they're an embarrassment and pathetic to the game of baseball. But they have good players. And Justin Verlander's still there. And Zach Greinke's still there. And Bregman and Correa and Springer. And all those guys are still there. And they're still very talented, even though they did cheat. Altuve's still there. You just can't see him. A little too Fuck short. him. I, I can't say. Yeah, you're right. I can't <laughs> Astros, I got... Um, I got the A's in second, kind of the same thing as last year. Rangers, Angels, Mariners, Mariners suck. Angels bother me. 
because they're wasting Mike Trout. I have them under 500 again. Um, there's no reason why they can't in a California, Los Angeles market like the Dodgers. There's no reason, kind of like the Mets. There's no reason why they can't spend money on pitching. I know they're in on Cole. I know they're in on Strasburg. But you got to finish the deal eventually. And you're going to waste Mike Trout's career if you can't get a pitcher. They have no pitching. Dylan Bundy is their most notable starting Otani. pitcher, and he sucks. They have Otani. I don't even know what Otani is. Haney, I know Cash Julio is not Tehran. a big Otani guy. Otani sucks. Otani is like a like a unicorn, but you don't know who you don't know what he is. You don't he know sucks. He's, he's, he's a good. good baseball player. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to so hear anything Otani about Otani. Is incredible. Cash says this all the time. Unless you can prove to me that you're good here. I don't want to hear it. Is a fluke oh, we agreed. Is a fluke what? rookie of the year that should have went to Andrew Har. I will not get over it. Even it's not Cassidy a fluke if you come in second in rookie of the year voting. It's just no, he you, won the rookie. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it should if should that re- result be reversed? Coming in second doesn't mean he's just invalidated. No, I know he's not. He came in second to a guy who it, deserved it. Come on. He sucks. It was a fluke. I don't like. Your Until Otani does it. I don't want to hear it. Plus, he's not a, he's a 286 hitter in his time my, here. My 710, can, I, can I speak? With 40 my, home runs. Can I speak? My no, because you're about, wrong. My point about Otani is he that sucks. he's not a full time. He pitches like three, like what is it? Like he pitches Fine. and then he has a day off in between starts before and after. So he's not a full time player. So what is he? He's not gonna he's put the damn Angels good over baseball the top. Good baseball player. I don't agree. He's, he's got a 6.5 career war. I don't care. He sucks. He's a 286 career hitter with 40 like home him. runs in two years, like and we don't know what he he's is better than. He's better than Brett Gardner, I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> I'm a big Brett You're Gardner. Guy. Shut up, you fraud! All right, anyway, I'm going next. I'm going next. Astros, Go A's, Rangers, Angels, Mariners. Go ahead, Cash. I- I'm gonna have the Athletics coming in first. Okay. I have the Rangers coming in second. Okay. Well, I have the Astros coming in third. Ooh. Why do you have the Rangers over the Astros? Because it's a hot like take division for cash. He's I don't, I don't, for, saving it for last. I don't like the Astros. I think they're a bunch of fucking pansies. Uh, and prove to me you could win without cheating, and then we could talk. Um, what did I say? I said Athletics, Rangers, Astros, Mariners, Angels. Angels in last. Wow. Yeah, the Mariners mind. are better than the Angels? You are so you are, crazy. You're delusional. That's the, most, that's the worst prediction I've ever seen. I'm entitled yeah. to my opinion. That is terrible. A few terrible years ago, I told Glenn opinion. that I had the Diamondbacks coming in second place because I liked their uniforms. And who came in second? Suck Great. on that. Great. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'm entitled to my opinion. I need some, I need. Can, I, can somebody give me a serious production prediction, please? Yeah. I just I'm gave go, you a serious prediction. No, you did not. No, you didn't. Seriously, stupid. Um, okay, Astros. I'm going to go Angels in second place. Because I think their their rotation can hold up. I don't think it's good. They cannot. They, they can't I don't. I don't think up. it's great, but I think it's good enough. I think it's terrible. But go ahead. I think adding Anthony Rendon to that lineup is huge. Now you have Andrelton Simmons. You have Mike Trout. You have Anthony Rendon. You have Shohei Otani. You have Justin oh. Upton. You have Albert Pujols. Those are six guys that can really produce. Don't put then Albert you have a guy Pujols in that scissor. And Albert that Pujols is still one of the best baseball Come on, players of all man. time. I don't want to hear it. I don't. Stupid, just stupid. Do you have him as a wild card? Yeah, I have him as a wild card. I don't Scott, can you please save it. me, please? You no, because listen. <laughs> then you have a guy like Brian Goodwin. You have an up and coming guy like Joe Adele, who is supposed to be really, really good. These guys are going to be good. And then I have behind them, I have the Athletics, and I have the Rangers, and then I have the Mariners because the Mariners are okay, absolutely so when terrible. The Angels are in the bottom five of rotation ERA. 
I'll come back. I'll bring that back up. I've never seen any of every, these guys pitch in an Angels uniform before. I want everyone to – Never saw Mookie Betts play. Hey, I want everyone to prepare an apology for me at the end of the season for calling my prediction stupid. You're right. right. The Rangers might on. come in last. The, the, the Mariners have a better shot of coming in second place than the Rangers do. Okay, that's a stupid thing to say. But I think – That's pretty bad too. I think the Rangers can come in last. I think the Mariners can do better than the Rangers. I'll tell you that. Where do the, the Rangers the have division. the talent to be better than the Astros? Prove to me you can win without cheating, then we can talk. Come on. So I, I can argue that because they did win game seven of that World Series on the road. But anyone can win any. Uh, you know what? I don't want to. Scott, what do you have with the, the West? I have the Astros coming in first place. So They're still good. They can hit. Thank you. Altuve is a 300 career hitter. Bregman's still shoots. really good. Springer hits more leadoff home runs than anybody. They have Verlander and Granke. Two of the best starting pitchers of the last twenty years. They're good. Jordan Alvarez. Yes, they're good. I have the Athletics in second place. I don't love the A's. They're another team that's up and down every couple of years. But they got young, promising players in Matt Olson and Matt Chapman. Um, I don't love their pitching, but they kind of put it together every year. Liam Hendricks is a good closer. Angels in third. I agree with you guys. They're wasting Mike Trout. It's a shame. But Otani's really good. And Ty mentioned it. They have guys that can hit. They're, they're Outside of Otani, there's not a ton of pitching there. I want them to be good, but they're not going to be. The Rangers are in fourth place. They just have more established players at this point than the Mariners do. I was looking at the Mariners roster the other day. They are young. I think they have, like, two guys over the age of 30. Everybody else is, like, 24, 25, 26 years old. They're a young team, and they're just – they're not there yet. So not there. They haven't been there since 01. So when are they exactly. going to get there? I make a hot take. Go the ahead. Angels are going to beat Justin Verlander this year. And we're going to replay this clip. In a single – in, in one game. In a single yeah, regular season They'll beat them. Well, you're saying their lineup is awful. I didn't say their lineup is awful. I said their rotation is awful. They're going to beat Justin Verlander. Okay. Which I could beat Justin Verlander if he doesn't cheat, too. Baltimore can beat Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander doesn't game. cheat. He's pitching. You were just uh, so salty. I am salty. I never really Chat- like to be salty. Chapman There's no punishment. Hung a slider. Yeah, and Altuve knew it was coming. Yeah, the wire. It doesn't matter. If you hang a slider, you hang a slider. Prove to me you can win without cheating, and then you get credit. They're going to win the division. Okay, All right, let's move then. on to awards because I feel like we're going to start a fight if we keep talking about the AL West. So, yeah. AL MVP. It's a long show. We're going, we need to do it quick. AL MVP, I got Glaber because that's just my homie pick. Trout. Shocker, right? Who do you got? AL MVP, who do you guys have? Trout. Trout? Trout. Ty? Until somebody beats Trout, it's Trout. Aaron Judge. Okay. See, we got Glaber. Glaber. Judge and two trouts. That's what we have. Uh, Cy Young. Who has Cole for the Cy Young in the American League? Raise your hand. So we got Cash and Tyler. Scott, you don't? I don't have him either because I knew I these know. two were going to pick him, so I wanted to be different. I have Tyler Glass now in Tampa. I love him. I think he's fantastic. That's a psycho pick, but I don't, you, I don't hate it. Crazy? I don't hate crazy. it. I don't hate it. It's a crazy pick for the Cy Young, but I really like him as a pitcher. But there's no shot he outpitches the best in, in the league. I just want Especially to be different. If, if you put a gun to my head, and said, who's going to win the Cy Young in the American League? You're I would say, say Cole. Garrett Cole. Yeah. But I wanted to be different because I knew Cash and Tyler would pick Cole. And we're right, going to take Cole. I'm okay with that. I'm going to take Cole as well. 
Um, he, I think Cole was robbed last year. I think I he think had a better year. I think he had a better yeah. year than Verlander. Um, he's going to want to prove his contract, and I think he's going to have another excellent year for the Yankees. So I'll take Garrett Cole. It's not sexy, but it's probably the right thing. Yep. All right, rookie of the year in the American League. I have Luis Robert in Chicago. Have you guys talked about the rookie of the year? I mean, he, he hits. He's I mean, good. if you see his videos I over think the Boston Sox spring training games, he hits. It's Jason Luis Dominguez. Robert or Joe Adele. I think Joe Adele is another guy that could come up for the Angels and be phenomenal. Any Clark Schmidt love, Tyler? I just don't think he'll be up long enough. Who do you got, Cash? Jason Dominguez. Jason, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're out of your mind. Let's move to the NL. You guys did not <laughs> respond to my text today about that. NL MVP. Ronald Acuna Jr. I have Cody Bellinger. There's no Indian wrong answer. Re, re, repeat for Cody? Yep. Who do you got? You know what? I'll take Acuna. Nice. Right. He's He was close to 40-40 last year. He's obviously not going to get to that this year, but the guy is, know. is there. Watch him hit 40 I'll, home runs. I'll make my homer pick as well, Bryce Harper. So, That's But fine. my official pick will be Acuna. Tyler, what is your MVP? Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. So we got two Dodgers and two Acunas. I, I thought like that Mookie's, a, Mookie's a fair argument as well. I don't think Mookie's a bad player. <laughs> You're out of your mind. You just don't what? think he's worth the contract. I don't, don't want to hear you speak about Mookie Betts after what you just put us through in the beginning of the show. That's why I this episode is – 10 times longer than it should be right now is because we wasted time Young. trying to tell you that his contract is warranted. All right, relax, everyone. NL Cy Young. Um, this is going to put to bed any argument that I don't like the Cardinals or I have anything against the Cardinals. I have Jack Flaherty as my NL Cy You hate Young. the Cardinals. You're, you're jumping into the, the bandwagon on Jack Flaherty. I, I saw some. I, I, I saw yeah. some of that as well. He came in fourth last year, so it's not far-fetched for him to uh, make that jump. So, So who do you got? Uh, it, my argument will be the same as my Trout argument. It's DeGrom Jacob DeGrom. Not. Yeah. The guy, as much as I've hated it the last two years, the guy's incredible. So is, until somebody dethrones him, I'll, I'll take DeGrom. Tyler, can you edit in a hot take noise for me right here? I try my best. Now, no, 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 no. Well, now I, don't Kershaw. Do I don't have to edit one. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> All right, I'm going to piggyback you and pick the better Dodger. Walker Bueller's the NL Cy Young for me. All right, moving on. Lastly, rookie of the year in the National League. He's not starting the season in the big leagues, but I think Gavin Lux will come up eventually, and I think he'll take it. I don't, know, I don't really have a lot of context to that yeah, he, or a reason why. He's but... Lux, too. Yeah, he was the front runner coming into the year. Um, from what I read, apparently he looked pretty bad. He looked pretty shaky defensively and as well as offensively. Um, I'm going full homer on this one. I'm taking Spencer Howard. I've only heard all the crazy hype about him the last couple years. Everyone in Philadelphia threw a fit when we didn't call him up last year. Um, He got sent down for the first couple of games, um, but it's fully expected that he'll be up after those first six games. Um, to take that fifth spot or be a sixth starter for the Phillies. So Spencer Howard. And we round this out with Ty. I'm going to go with Gavin Lux just because I think he'll be up. He'll be able to do enough and that's pretty much it. All right. I just don't think there's anybody else really worthy of that pick. 
at this point because I think it's just whichever guy stands out, and I can't even put my finger on that now. So the answer is Gavin Lux for now. All right. Finally, we've gone down, come down to this, what we're all been waiting for, the playoffs. So American League representative in the World Series, National League representative in the World Series, and your winner. Who wants to go first? Yankees, Yankees Dodgers. Dodgers. I think oh! Dodgers too. Cash, ready? One, two, two three. Three. Yankees. Yankees. There you go. So we got God, three Yankees-Dodgers. What do you got, Scott? You guys are so cute. Um, and we're wearing the same shirt. I mean, not really. But I, I think Yankees-Dodgers is the, the you know, the That's easy That's what the pick. people want to see. It's We've the, been wanting to see teams. it for a long time. I, I definitely think the Dodgers will be there. Um, do I just jump on board with you guys? I'll jump on board with you guys, but I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win. All right. Mookie, so we Mookie's going to put Dodgers across the board. I have Yankees in seven. Yeah, I think Mookie just puts the Dodgers over the edge. He's <laughs> a, another Scott MVP has the Dodgers. To, to that team. And so. I assume Tyler and Cash have the Yankees winning. We both yes. said that. We just did it. All right, right. Yeah. That's it. Together. We did it. We got through That it. is the longest episode. podcast we've ever done. So thank you for sticking with us. It was, it was fun. We, we went through everything. There's not just, one thing. Yeah, that it's just so much. And baseball is here. It's back. It is here. One more day tomorrow. It's going to be great. And we're going to have here. it. We're going to have podcasts every week throughout the regular season and right through October. It's going to be a great time. So we're going to take Go this. Go Miners. Hopefully, hopefully the entire season gets to be played. We don't have any more interruptions with Corona. And it's a great baseball season. And who knows if we all do our part, maybe by the end of the year, we can go to a few games. So hopefully that all works out. That'll just about do it for us at Baseball 4. Enjoy opening day and enjoy the Major League Baseball season. I'm Glenn Negris alongside Cashman, Roswell, and Bloomstick, and we'll see you next week.